0: Jason, as it is each and every week, the Lee Summit Town Hall podcast is brought to the good people by Budget Blinds of Lee Summit. Budget
1: Blinds!
0: Hey, you know our friends, they are at it again. They are giving back to the community, and we get to watch it happen. All hail our very charitable Robot Shade Overlords. Now, through Friday, they are collecting donations. For Lee Summit Social Services, this is part of the annual Story Time with Santa at Santa, Budget Blinds. Santa! So come out on Friday, six to eight p.m. Friday night. Bring your monetary or food donations for Lee Summit Social Services. See Santa; he's going to read some of his favorite holiday stories, and it's a chance to get your picture taken with Santa. Always good to get picture with the big man. That's right, and also through Friday, Jason. They are accepting necessity donations for Hope House. See their Facebook page for more details. So so
1: what you've got to do is you got to go on Friday. you got to take your food donations and your monetary donations for at least some of the social services. You've got to take
0: your necessities for Hope House. And you get a little time with the big man. You can't go wrong. You cannot go wrong. And because they are awesome sponsors, let's one more time. Remember, automated shades provide for a safer environment for your children and pets due to their cordless nature.
1: And their programmable features will allow you to use heating or cooling only when you most need
0: it, saving you some energy dollars. There you go. Head on down to our friends at Budget Blinds, Tom Jason and Nick's at you. Hello again and welcome to Lee Summit Town Hall, a weekly
1: podcast about what you can do to make a difference. I'm Jason Norbury, and as always, I'm joined by a man who knows small how to do Small Business Saturday shopping because we know that it's incomplete
0: without tacos.
1: It's Nick Parker, the publisher of Lincoln Lee Summit. That's very
0: true. You cannot do your shopping without a taco fuel up.
1: We did a little bit of Small Business Saturday action ourselves together this weekend. Uh, I like to call that research for the podcast, but we you could also call it, uh, we may have just done a small little mini pub crawl and ate some tacos while we were at it. I
0: like to think of it as training
1: for this Saturday, and we'll get to that later. All right. Link to Lee's Summit is the source for all the news you need about this very fine city. And our unofficial sponsor today is the Open Enrollment Healthcare Period, a yearly nightmare that's only tolerable because the alternatives are so much worse.
0: It's hard to think about,
1: but it is. Uh, I got the email today that the open enrollment was open and going. And so I was in there waiting through my health care choices for the insurance for the job this year. And I got to say, like, I study this stuff and I do. And I was so flustered and confused that I had to call and get help today. That's how awful this process there, is. There, is there anything worse than knowing that you have to call someone for help? Oh, God, that is the worst. I am I am so stereotypically male in this way. No directions, no help. I mean, you gotta think the world of like the world of Google Maps is like the best thing because you never have to ask for directions again, right? right? But uh, in this case, I did, and it was I, I humbled myself and I made that phone call.
0: Well, good for you. Good. For you. What's going on this week, Hey, we are going to have a pretty short episode. Uh, Most of it that we're going to talk about is just kind of some update of some things coming up, some events happening, some news and notes. We are going to have one little discussion at the end based on some things happening out of City Hall. But first, Jason, I want to let everybody know an event coming up next week on December 12th. From our other sponsors, some other friends of ours out at Shred, the Shred podcast is going to have a live Shred Education event on December 12th from 630 to 9 at Bridge Space and special guest, Les Norman. Your tickets, we're going to give you a ticket. We're going to let you come in for a $10 donation or a toy donation that's going to go to a local charity and we're raising money and we're going to have a good time talking about mindset, nutrition, and fitness. Take care of yourself okay so that's all fine and Danny and charitable
1: goods and we've talked about all kinds of people doing all kinds of good Let, let's talk about something that's awesome oh this is a we, good one we the hosts of the Lee Summit Town hall podcast have been invited to be judges for a local neighborhood association holiday lighting contest
0: this was pretty cool I got a out of the blue I got a message through our link to Lee Summit Facebook page from 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 a resident in, in a neighborhood in Lee Summit and they said hey our HOA, we were talking about we want to do a holiday light contest for all the residents and we wanted to get it, bring a guest judge in. Do you think maybe you could do it? And I was like, heck yeah, that's fun. I love, I love, hey, who doesn't love holiday lights, right? Absolutely. So we're going to go out in a couple weekends, Jason, and we're going to drive around the neighborhood and we're going to judge who has the best lights. And really, this leads me to one important question for everyone else out there what's it, that is your neighborhood this cool are you lit that's what we want. <laughs> okay God, that was the oldest oh, the old man wow. thing yes
1: yes i have victory i have just on did this podcast. that dad joke i did it i did it folks but there we go so i would note for the record that the real winner is going to be us because we get to be judgy of other people so that's a nice touch for that but we're going to go out we're going to check those out we're going to uh try to pick the winners and uh, and have ourselves a good time and hopefully uh Give uh, I you know if if we are what counts for celebrity uh, judges in this particular arena, we'll
0: take it. I I, I think it's more they it. feel sorry for us actually. Maybe so. And I don't know. Should I should I say the name of the neighborhood? Is that uh, is that good? Is that bad? Maybe ne- we'll save it. We'll, we'll save it. it for we'll save it for next week because I do want to thank them. This is it was pretty cool. It was kind of a kind of a neat message to get uh, a, a pretty cool invite. I'm excited. I love. Holiday lights. Our family, we like to drive around and take a look at them anyway. So this will be this will be fun, and we'll get to do we'll get to do it as a little uh, podcast field trip. That sounds like a good time. Hey, here's uh, here's something else, Jason. We're trying to do this every week. We're talking about it on our Wednesday episodes and on our Monday episodes. As the holiday season kicks into gear, many people are looking for opportunities to give back and help members of our community in need. So what we're doing is we're trying to let you know some of those opportunities in the community this week. It's Lee Summit Cares, and the uh, Youth Mental
1: Health Task Force are working to support the counseling staffs in Lee Summit's public and private schools and are putting together care packages to show community support for these people who dedicate so much of their time and energy to help our students. So if you would like to give a basket or support a basket, you can visit Plum Fund, that's p l u m f u n d.com and search for the We Care Gift Baskets. You can purchase a basket and that'll
0: be given out to one of these uh, mental health providers that serve our students. It's a it's a good cause. So go help them out, and we will continue, as we go through the season, we'll continue to give you different avenues to help people in the community.
1: And everybody loves a gift basket, so honestly, we should all get one. But and these people, That's true. And these people deserve it, and they probably are a little underappreciated, um, and the students who are most directly served are not always in a position to be able to give this kind of a thank you gift. So very cool by Lee Summit Cares and the Mental Health
0: Task Force to uh, put that together for us. Jason, I want you you to handle this next one, because I know how you love tradition, and I think after six years, we can now call this a community tradition. This is a community tradition. So this is the sixth
1: consecutive year. The uh, bars and restaurants here in downtown Lee Summit have banded together to raise money for Hope House, which is very cool. And so they are, it's the sixth annual 12-ish bars of Christmas pub crawl. It's going to run from starting at two o'clock in the afternoon on Saturday, runs till 10 p.m you can visit their facebook page search for 12ish bars of christmas uh, to get more information your ticket purchase will go directly to support hope house uh, and and it's a it's a good time out there uh, i know that as we have advanced in age our uh, our capacities for getting all the bars has uh, waned a little bit but yeah uh, and that's not going to happen so but we're we'll make our uh, we will make at least a token effort to to be out there and do some crawling of our own.
0: Jason, never let it be said that I didn't do the least I could do.
1: Yeah, that is definitely the case.
0: So, And people of a certain age are going to know that quote, by it, the way.
1: Yeah. Hey, look, you know, we've already done dad jokes, and now we're in people of a certain age will understand this <laughs> joke. So <laughs> clearly this is now a podcast of the old men. So there you are. Uh, but all right, it's a fun time. Come down. uh Have a good time. Support Hope House. You know, I mean, honestly, buy a ticket and drink as much as you're as little as you want. The tickets—the thing that's going to go really the—the the most direct input to Hope House, and and that would be the way to go. Okay, Jason, let's get to the meat. I gotta like feel like a,
0: of the show. I gotta Here's up.
1: Here's, a, here's a little behind the curtain thing for people. This is the first week we have. Uh, we've we, as as Nick has been doing ever since we started the show. We have been slowly like upgrading and changing the equipment and things in the room. And this week we have now. Our recording equipment is now on a at a standing desk. It's 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 up. We can raise it and lower it, but it's now right now it's in the standing position. So this is the first time that we have ever recorded this podcast standing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you really you you really worked hard to make it sound like that was a big deal.
1: That was a big well, it's a big change, and you know, I also I think it's really important for people to get a visual of you and I standing up in a in a studio talking. So anyway, I feel like I don't know what to do with my hands or my feet. And all that sort of thing. So like now we're getting this thing where I'm gonna like I'm gonna talk about something I care about like directly, and and I'm like I feel like I need to get like revved up for it, and I don't know what to do <laughs> all, with
0: myself. All, all I can do is I'm staying on theme for the day. That change. I'm old. Change yeah, is hard. Change, is, change bad. is hard. All right. Are you ready, Jason? Because here's what we're gonna do. We are going to flip the channel, and we're gonna go back to our favorite TV show. Oh, we haven't watched this show
1: in a while. They've been. It's been really. Their episodes have been. I gotta admit, kind of boring.
0: It's true, as but the, it's it's now time for As the Council Turns. <laughs> All right. I'm probably playing it up a little bit bigger than yeah, the, it's, the, the, the issue actually is. But I think this is a good chance for us to dig into really kind of the, the things that we like to talk about here, which is process and which is how the voice of the people has shifted projects and things happening in the community. So last night, at last night's council meeting, a housing project – was back before council, and this was this was a kind of a replacement and a change of what was – was this about six months ago probably? Yeah, it was the first – it was probably – it was close to the first of the year. Close to the first of the year, a project some people might remember called the Alera Project, the proposed project, and it was to do some single-family homes out at 150 and prior area. The people in that area, the residents in that area did not like the, that proposed project. They weren't happy with what it was going to be. They didn't think it would be good for the community. They voiced their responses. The council listened. And the project was shut down. Well, okay,
1: so I, I know and that was probably a nicer way of saying it. Now I've got to get to, get to interrupt you, but you keep in mind this. So it, it went through planning commission. There was a lot of hubbub. There was uh, some, I'm going to say, some stuff uh, stirred up by a couple of members of the city council. It got there, but in that time process, somebody, uh, the neighboring property owners, filed a protest petition, and so it it failed, quote unquote, uh, to get the required six votes to get through, which is what you need after a protest petition is lodged. It only got five. So the majority of the council still thought the project was worth doing, but because
0: they couldn't get that sixth vote, it failed. I was kind of slow playing to get there. But that's fine. But that's nice. I mean, that's a good, good explanation. So the project changed. They, they, they listened to all of the feedback. The builders made the change, and it came back. It's now called the Osage Project. And this time it is a multifamily thing. It is, it is four plexes. And they came back and well, had a public hearing on Tuesday. It's four plexes, Tuesday. two plexes. And single-family homes.
1: That's true. It's a blend of things. A,
0: so, Jason, I want you, uh, and you heard this as, as part of Planning Commission, too, so it's going through and you can talk about it now publicly, but I want you to kind of explain the project and what was presented to council on Tuesday night.
1: All right. So, what they what they did, essentially, it's, it's a similar number of housing units to what the Alera project had proposed, but instead of being smaller end single family homes with one car garages and things of that nature um, on what we would call narrower lot widths. It was, it's a mixed property project. So uh, there are a certain number of fourplexes, a certain number of what they called, I don't know, twin galleries, duplexes, and and a certain number of detached single-family homes and they were all priced you know different price points and different processes in the the process they all came with two car garages Um, and and the other big difference between them that I think is important is that when the Alera project was proposed they had proposed a lot of modern finishes on the outside so uh, modern architectural square a little bit some use of some architectural metal panels some other various and things of that sort and this one is is what I will charitably call a more traditionally
0: summit look. Well, um, I think I think I think a good way to describe this is they took out the things that people didn't like, and they came back with an answer of "Here's all the things you said you wanted us to do."
1: Right, and they and they did that, and so it, it went through uh, planning commission. Um, and I may have said some things. You you you, you may I had have some strongly worded opinions about the subject matter. Opinion. But and then it went to council tonight. And, and the interesting about council is that they began to question then some of the things. I mean, if you take the the stated purpose that the developer said, which is we would like to provide purchase options for people at different price points than the three hundred fifty thousand dollar and up price that a you know typical R one lease summit single family home lot sells for these days three fifty and up. They wanted something, you know, to get in that two hundred to $300,000 price point, which you can't get with new construction, and or at least with the, that kind of new construction. So they have a bunch of those projects. And so keeping that in mind as the sort of umbrella of the idea that they had, this is what they came back with. This is how we can get the right number of units on the right number of land, blah, 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 blah. But addressing a lot of the concerns that the council and those citizens raised, that they were worried about on-street parking, they were worried about – um, the design there was a lot of criticism of the design there was you know is this the kind of housing stuff we want and and interestingly some of the same council members who expressed reservations about or opposition to the alera project had different but they they feel felt like they were being critical of this project uh, Councilmember Forteio, I think, was one of the most vocal in opposition to this project last time. Uh, instead of that, she was concerned. Yeah, you know, basically, she all but said, "I don't really want anything but single-family homes," which, of course, was the project that she had they had in front of them last time. So, who knows? Uh, Councilmember Binney, who last
0: time said, "Well, I think family- it was," I think it was about style of home. Well, uh, I mean, uh, part of it. Uh, I think a lot of it was about style of home and and I think price point. I think right. price point in this conversation really matters right and then uh council member benny who had very um, I, I would
1: say pretty loaded words about the the price point issue last time instead focused his opposition this time on uh on the the fact that it doesn't align with the stated ideas in the the m150 highway over planning overlay that was done there which on the surface i think is a fair argument Right. It is a fair argument. But on the flip side of that, you have the you balance that with this is what the city's vision is and this is what the market's vision is. And and you have to find that balance in between them. And and Councilmember Benny said he was going to be opposed to the project because he wanted to be on the side of that balance. You know, if we take him as his word, then that's where he is. Uh, and there were some other criticisms. In the end, it seemed like it was going to pass. We uh, we tuned out to to record before the final vote was taken, um, but it didn't seem like there was any issue, and they didn't have to have a super majority this time, so there wasn't that. That now, I lodged a, a pretty s-
0: severe criticism. Yeah, yeah. Of this I whole wanted process. I wanted to dig into that because you voiced a a a pretty big criticism actually of of the project when the Builder came back before Planning Commission, which you guys then recommended that it go to council.
1: Right, and I and now to say this, I did vote for a recommendation of approval simply because this was the, uh, there are times real, in which, Real quick,
0: let's review. Yes. Let's do a real, just 30 second review. What do you do at, at Planning Commission at this level? We What's received, your process? We
1: receive the application, we review it, we talk to the applicant, we take public hearing, we do all those sort of things, and then we make a recommendation on the project As it goes up to city council. Um, and, and that recommendation, you know, is either to approve or deny. And then the city council votes to either, um, to approve it or deny it based in part on our recommendation, but also on their own testimony and information. So my, my criticism and it really wasn't with the builder in this particular case, it was with the process. Um, and, and I said, I think I believe the the exact language I said is y'all are wrong. Um, (laughs) in in what this was.
0: I always Uh, know you're serious when you go to y'all. You revert to your college Texanism. I do recall, I revert to college Texan. Um,
1: Anyway, so we, the the basic gist is is what, what they have done is what the city council has done is said that what we really want are projects that look exactly the same as all of the other projects that we have. We don't want anything different. We don't want anything changed. And I think council member Forte's comments about how she has discomfort with multifamily units strikes at that same thing. Or with the
0: fact there's not a basement.
1: Right. uh, The fact that there may or may not be a basement is that she wants her comfort level is with the... With things that are going to be that look just like the stuff that's just to the south of it and just to the north of it and just to the, you know, all the
0: same stuff. Which is interesting to me because that section of town developed because people did something different
1: right well i mean you have you have the lake community and all the different and varied architecture that some of the especially the older stuff in rain tree is you have uh the arbor arbor walk neighborhood and and new longview a little bit farther to the west which are different things which were
0: equally difficult to get through the, the right yes yeah, they had their councils. own they had their own fights when when they pushed those projects through but
1: my argument here is that is is that by going in and taking this project that comes in someone comes in with something that's creative that's new. It's a little bit different. That achieves a specific goal, and by essentially squishing out all of the creativity and thing, you ended up with a project that is just as bland and beige as everything else we have, and that and it didn't it didn't do anything for the the overall development direction in our city. And in fact, I think it puts a cap on the capacity to do something good or new in the city, and and we need good and new. And, and my argument was, look, even if you take into account all of the apartment projects, those all look the same. And everything looks the same. And this was a project that looked a little bit different, that acted a little bit different, that did something different. And it got squished in favor of a project that essentially looks just like everything else. And, and, I, and I think in the end that this Osage project, from my opinion, um, is basically affirmatively worse than the Alera project that we have, and now we're gonna get something that's less good in our community, and we'll be
0: poorer for it. How much of that, Jason, uh, is your argument about worse and less than is is about aesthetic, and how much of is it about when we're talking about price point? I, to me, it's mostly
1: price point. I mean, we c- you could deliver a house of similar size with some different materials, and I would find it personally less interesting, but that's more of a, a personal taste thing, but when we're talking about what are we trying to provide when we talk about you know we've talked about housing dozens of times. Well, and, that, and that's where years. I was
0: going is that this is this is a topic that that you have brought up a lot since we started this show two hundred and eighty-two episodes ago. Right. Um, and, and, so 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 I. Is a lot of this talk? It seems to like maybe it's code. Or a way to avoid a discussion that that seems to be almost happening at the city level, which is point of entry. How how much money do you have to have to buy a home in this community?
1: Right. I mean, I, I would say it this way: is that at a certain point, if you work, what at what job level do you have to have to afford to live in Lee Summit? And, and everything that's being built, that's new that's being built, is being built at a price point that is so far above the metropolitan average income that it, it really does limit people's capacity to – I mean, if you are a server at Third Street Social – I mean so that's a you know potentially a very successful it's a, it's a very successful restaurant that's on the higher end of restaurant sales and if you're a server who's working there you can make a decent living but you still may not be able to afford to live in Lee Summit and that doesn't mean you have to be you are entitled to be able to purchase a new home but like what kind of an apartment can you afford to rent are how many of those are there where is that sort of a process being and that's that's where the price point is we we are not building over the variety of price points. All of our apartment, all these new apartment complexes are coming in at $1,000 or more per unit. All of our housing, new housing stock, our single family housing stock specifically is at $350,000 and up. And this developer, to their credit, is attempting to fill a market gap. I mean, we all know you can't build a house for $100,000. It costs more than that nowadays just for the materials and the land, um, let alone the labor and all that other stuff. It's, you know, there are limits to it, and they're trying to say what can we do at the lower end of our of limits to still give a quality product that might be affordable to someone who is, you know, a early career, um, you know, professional, right, and wants to
0: buy a wants to buy a home. What are the products that are available to them? Well, and I think this fits in. With, with the conversations that are happening right now, because we keep talking about the, the LS Ignite, the strategic planning process that's happening, and we're in that final phase now. Last week we talked about the the C4 committees launching. One of those topics that they're talking about is affordable housing and how it's defined and, and that conversation that, that you just had about what are we doing and what kind of people can afford to to, to live here? Right. And, I, and I actually, I, I don't like how I just said. That. I said what kind of people? I don't like that. Well, um, but
1: what, what range? What diversity? What, what range? Right. I think it's a good way to put it. I think the phrase that they you know is a diversity of housing choices. And and my argument is is that this project gives us a less diversity of housing choice than the other project did in the overall scheme of things. Um, and
0: even, even though this is multifamily and single family right you you you, you still think look at it as it's it's not allowing for as well much.
1: and it, and it's it's just the, and 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 then you get to those aesthetic choices that it's just the same all the i mean they you know they had their fancy little 3d gra- uh, 3d modeling flyby thing and all the houses are
0: with know, pretty trees and two car garages varying
1: shades of gray and beige and and it's just it's uninspiring at best so um i i didn't you know it's not my favorite but they did what they were asked to do and and they got their project as a result
0: and and it, and it was a result of People making their opinions heard. Right. And so, I, I mean, mean, look, this is how the process is supposed. You right. you and I have been a little bit critical of the end result, but this is how the process is supposed to work.
1: Right, absolutely. And this is, I mean, you know, I, I will say that this is clearly something where I would disagree with the people who lived in the neighborhood and some of the city council people, and that's fine. Um, but as a whole, you know, they, they lodged their criticisms. They gave their reasons why they didn't want it done. The builder responded. It came back through. There's been virtually no public input or no public commentary on this project as it came through as opposed to all the hubbub that was raised last time so it's it's worked i'm just not sure it's worked for the overall betterment of the city in this particular instance
0: well and that that really is why i think we wanted we wanted to to bring it up just to just to talk about that process and 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 to i think it's important to question that end result of of how it works Mm -hmm. absolutely well, Jason, I think that's it. I think that's it for this week. Yeah, this not, was a pretty, sh- pretty short week. It's Light quiet week. It's holiday time, man. It's holiday time. You know what I'm going to do? I'm still full of turkey, honestly. I am going to uh, head home and try to get some quality time with the wife and son because it's holiday time. We're all out. So, everybody, get some family time, and we'll talk to you next time.